minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody, and a guten chodesh, everybody. Five minutes after 6 a.m. My name is Nachum Siegel, and this is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Here's the, here's the song that sort of shook things up in the yeshiva world. It was the first, I guess what they called it was uh, yeshiva rock. This is called Tzadik Katamari <laughs>
Rosh Chodesh morning, hence the Yalevi Avo here on a Wednesday broadcast of JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. A good Chodesh and welcome to this JM in the AM radio program for a Wednesday, November the 2nd, day one in the month of Mar Cheshvan as we continue to plow through the early part of the brand new year, 5777, Tuf Shinai and Zion. It is Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. Today is Balfour Day. This is something that we discussed with uh, Malcolm Holmline on Friday. Today is Balfour Day, 100 years since the, excuse me, 99 years since the Balfour Declaration. Um, those of you who are um, who are unfamiliar with the Balfour Declaration, it is a, a good opportunity today to read up on it 99 years later. And for those of you who are students who are heading to school today, who are in the elementary schools and high schools in our community, at some point, ask your rabbi, ask your teacher, ask your instructor, uh, why is today, November the 2nd, an important anniversary date in modern Jewish history? And see what answer you get. And if you don't get an answer, encourage your teacher, your rabbi, your mentor, to um, find out the answer and discuss it with your class. It is important, significant, and historic. 53 degrees outside with 78% humidity. Winds are south at 6 miles an hour. Mostly sunny with a high of 71. Then tonight, partly cloudy, low temperature of 57. Tomorrow afternoon, light rain and a high temperature of 72. Yerushalayim is at 63. We're at 53 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM, you heard the Yalevi Avo from Yerachmiel Begun of the Miami Boys Choir. Aryeh Kunstler's Modaani, Rak Biachad, done by Benny Friedman. Kaveret with Yoya, Tzadik, Diaspora from the Diaspora Reunion, an amazing selection. And Regesh with Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. Well, to those listeners in Chicago and Cleveland, we have a special good morning for you, as um, it seems now... Uh, the entire country is going to be tuned in tonight to see if uh, the Chicago Cubs or the Cleveland Indians will be world champions. Uh, we have listeners, of course, and uh, not just listeners, but, but ties, close ties to both cities. <clears throat> I don't know how many people from Chicago are going to be making the uh, five-hour to five-and-a-half-hour drive to Cleveland to be there tonight, but I would bet that the people that we know from Cleveland, and maybe some from Chicago, will in fact be in the stadium for what will be a celebration for one of the teams this evening, and their fan base this evening. <laughs> They're talking about it being uh, the most major, li- the most watched Major League Baseball game in uh, 30 years, uh, tonight's Game 7. So good luck to both cities, and uh, may the best team win, as they say. J.M. and the A.M. at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Big day for us in our J.M. and the A.M. studios. Barry Weber is going to be joining us in hour number 3. He's got a brand new CD. We get to speak with him and play some of the music coming up. Barry Weber visiting Jersey City later on this morning at J.M. and the A.M. Leon Goldenberg, who is our um, American chairman of the uh, Venice uh, journey for the Jewish Unity Initiative, which is happening a couple of weeks from now. Uh, he'll have some comments about how important and historic this trip is going to be and why everybody should be tuned in two weeks from now to all of our programming from Venice, Italy, 
as the 500th year of the Venetian ghetto is being commemorated, and we will be there on the spot uh, in Italy. So Leon's going to join us for that, and I thank him for that in advance. And um, uh, tomorrow morning on this radio program, in uh, a segment that it seems a lot of people are looking forward to, uh, we're going to be presenting uh, uh, City Councilman David Greenfield and um, a political commentator and activist, Jeff Balaban, uh, to represent in a forum, and we're trying to keep it a forum and not, God forbid, anything close to what now is known as a debate in this country. Uh, we're going to try to keep it to a forum uh, discussing what um, uh, people should know from representatives of both sides regarding Tuesday's presidential election. So we'll do that tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. I'm hoping, and I think it will be, uh, that it remains a, a dignified discussion, one that will emphasize not just uh, the two sides, which will give an opportunity, of course, to both the Democrats and the Republicans to, to do that, but will also emphasize the importance of our community getting out and voting and staying active. A lot of people who I've spoken to in our community and really a lot of different areas of the United States have indicated to me that they're going to be sitting this election out or that they'd rather sit this election out. And I think one of the most important things that can come from tomorrow's discussion, uh, aside from learning a little bit more about what some insiders have to say about their respective sides, is, um, is getting the, the, uh, the notion and the wake-up call uh, from a couple of prominent people in our community how important it is to vote. Yeah, how important it is to vote. And how important it is to, um, to be active in the voting process every single time, no matter when and what the election is. Uh, this is a presidential election, so it might be even more important. Um, some might argue that these smaller elections, they're the most important ones. Well, if you go down the ballot, there are uh, elections of all sizes going on on Tuesday, November the 8th. So I hope that everybody in our community and everybody listening, and we know that we are heard in, in I don't know how many states of this union already, probably uh, over 30, 35 at this point, that everybody, no matter where you are around this country, uh, you'll go ahead, head to the polls on Tuesday, and make your voice heard. Uh, when you do make your voice heard, you make our community's voice heard. Uh, so it's very important, very key, that everybody at least participate in that way. Uh, who to vote for? Tomorrow, I'm sure both of our guests will have their suggestions, and they'll tell us why. Um, and then we have to uh, do what I think we do after every election, is uh, pray that the one above uh, guides uh, whoever the next leader is in the proper direction. 22 minutes before 7 o'clock. It's JM in the AM as we continue on this Wednesday. It is a Rosh Chodesh morning. I thank you for tuning in. Our guest from yesterday, here's Simcha Liner.
Ahoy, du bist doch am 
دایی دایی شروع میله به دست فرشیم دایی دایی شروع میله به دست فرشیم کلانو یا خد یا خدشتی dedicate the next song to a listener Yehoshua and listener Zev who are tuned in. If we don't get to the entire song because we're hitting the top of the hour, we'll 
played for you uh, after our newscast that's coming up. You're listening to a Rosh Chodesh morning edition of JM in the AM. in the AM, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, News from Israel here at JM in the AM. מה שקורה עכשיו. נאומה במליאת הכנסת על ההצעה לביטול החוק להנצחת זכרו של השר לשעבר רחבעם זאבי גנדי. חברת הכנסת גלאון יוזמת ההצעה, תקפה מעל גבי הדוכן את חברי הכנסת חזן. כתוב לנו מיכאל שמש מוסיף שבשעה זו נערכת ההצבעה הטרומית לביטול החוק והיא צפויה להידחות ברוב גדול. מוקדם יותר אישרה המליאה בקריאה טרומית את הצעת החוק שתחייב את ספקיות האינטרנט להציע ללקוחות שירות חסימת אתרים פוגעניים ובהם אתרים פורנוגרפיים. בהצעת החוק שיזמה חברת הכנסת שולי מועלם תמכו 50 חברים מול 16 מתנגדים. 
פרסום ראשון, האב מבית שמש שחשוד באונס ביתו בעזרת שימוש בכדורי הרדמה, ריצה בעבר עונש של שלוש שנות מאסר על עבירות אונס. האב שכל פרטיו אסורים בפרסום במטרה להגן על זהותה של ביתו המתלוננת הורשע בשנת 2004 באונס וריצה שלוש שנות מאסר בגינו. מאז תלונתה של הבת אתמול במשטרה נערך גם עימות בין האב לבת שחיזק את, החשד... את החשדות נגד האב. בית המשפט העריך מוקדם יותר את מעצרו ביום אחד עד מחר בשתיים. פרטים נוספים נביא מיד בתוכנית עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. זה הדיווח של כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. בג"ץ אישר לאטום את ביתו של מחבל שלישי שסייע למבצע פיגוע בשרונה בחודש יוני שבו נרצחו ארבעה בני אדם. כתבתנו דור מימון. השופטים דחו את העתירה שהגישו בני משפחתו של המחבל וקבעו כי יש להרוס את ביתו זאת למרות שלא נכח בפיגוע אלא רק היה שותף בתכנונו. השופטים קבעו כי מעורבותו באירוע הייתה גדולה והורו לאטום את החדר החיצוני בו התגורר בסמוך לבית בו מתגוררת משפחתו וזאת על אף שהסגיר עצמו לכוחות הביטחון יומיים לאחר הפיגוע. הרשות לניירות ערך הודיעה כי תבדוק האם בנק הפועלים נדרש לדווח למשקיעיו על הסכם השתיקה שנחתם עם המתלוננת נגד מנכ"ל הבנק לשעבר ציון קינן. כתבנו תומר ורון. ברשות ניירות ערך יבדקו האם על הבנק היה לדווח על הפרשה לציבור המשקיעים. מוקדם יותר היום הודיעו בבנק ישראל כי הם רואים בחומרה את העובדה כי בנק הפועלים לא דיווח למפקחת על הבנקים את דבר התלונה על הטרדה מינית לכאורה ועל ההליך החשאי לסגירתה. בפיקוח על הבנקים יערכו כעת בדיקה בנושא ובמידת הצורך הממצאים יועברו גם למשטרה. באיטליה כ-22,000 בני אדם נעקרו מבתיהם בעקבות סדרת רעידות האדמה במדינה. כתבתנו קרן בן מרדכי. יותר מ-15,000 ממחוסרי הבית שוכנו בקהילותיהם במבנים ציבוריים כמו אולמות ספורט. 6,000 נוספים שוכנו במלונות על קו החוף. לטענת הרשויות, יותר מ-100,000 בני אדם הושפעו מרעידת האדמה שהיכתה באיטליה בראשון בעוצמה 6.6 דרגות. עם זאת, היא לא גרמה למקרי מוות. אלה החדשות שעורך מירון ששון.
Fiddling a long distance request, to say the least. Elo Kai done by Shalshelis Jr. Barry Weber, who's going to be with us an hour from now. Uh, that's his Yachad selection off of Ben Melech. He'll have his brand new album with him coming up. Uh, Yummy Lowy had uh, Avas Hashem. You heard uh, Avraim Avram Free with Amachaya. Nigun HaChachma came from Simcha Liner, who joined us yesterday, uh, which was a, uh, a great conversation, part of our discussion about the Atid Society event in November. The 20th. Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan. It's Balfour Day at JM and the AM. If you're not familiar with that, ask your teacher, ask your rabbi today. What is Balfour Day and uh, what does it mean 99 years later? Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 71. Thanks for tuning in. Plenty coming up today, as we said. Plus, tomorrow, David Greenfield, New York City Councilman, and Jeff Balaban, they'll both be with us in a forum which will take place to discuss the um, presidential election this coming Tuesday. Uh, David Greenfield, Democratic side, Jeff Balaban, Republican side, and as I said earlier, hopefully the the big conclusion will be that everybody has to get out there and vote and why it's so important to do so in our community. But we will get into some of the issues and some of the concerns and what we're calling a forum. We don't anticipate it becoming 
anything close to the debates that are going on, uh, the debates between the candidates, the debates on the uh, television between the talking heads. We're going to try to keep it as dignified and as informative as possible. That is our goal for tomorrow in our style. 53 degrees, mostly sunny. It's JM and the AM on this Rosh Chodesh morning as we continue. And um, many of you are familiar with the fact that uh, we are doing our next Jewish Unity Initiative journey to the Venetian ghetto, the Jewish ghetto, commemorating 500 years of the ghetto. Uh, The trip, the journey starts November the 16th. Our broadcast, the subsequent Monday and Tuesday morning from Italy. And uh, one of the things we do, and one of the things that our uh, supporters help us do, is provide an incredible evening of Jewish music for the communities we visit. Uh, Obviously, those of you who remember last year, and what we were able to do in France, uh, it was uh, it, it left quite an impression on many, many, many thousands of people, plus many hundreds of thousands of people around the world. Uh, this is obviously, but not obviously, those of you who are not familiar, I'll let you know that it's a much smaller community, uh, the Venetian Jewish community, uh, but it has a rich history that's important to bring to our listeners. And we are going to be presenting an amazing Jewish music event, a Malava Malka celebration that you will not be able to see live here in the U.S., obviously, because of Malava Malka in, uh, in Italy, but people in Israel, for instance, will be able to watch it live. And we'll be presenting that, uh, bringing in from Israel uh, both Itzik Dadya and the incredible violinist Daniela Javiel, and they will be in the courtyard of the um, uh, Venetian ghetto with us, Matzai Shabbat Parshat Vayera, uh, to present... Uh, to the Venetian Jewish community, this gift of Jewish music, and unite in that fashion. Uh, Leon Goldenberg, who has been one of the people who has been encouraging us to take this journey, to do this trip, and to leave this gift for the Jews of Venice, is going to join us later on in the 8 o'clock hour. And uh, he will not be able to join us on the trip, unfortunately, but he has been one of the people that has been uh, encouraging us for the last few months regarding all this. So he'll join us coming up here at JM in the AM, and more details, obviously, as we get closer and closer. I had a long conversation last night with our very own Mark Zamek, who's producing the shows from Venice, and there's a tremendous amount of excitement and incredible uh, uh, people and uh, segments that will be included uh, on this journey. So get ready for yet another JM in the AM, Nachum Siegel Network, Jewish Unity Initiative exclusive. Wednesday, Rosh Chodesh at JM in the AM, and uh, this selection comes from Yaakov Shweki.
המקדש, שייבנה מהר כבר בהיותנו. קדוש ההר והמקדש, ממנו נתפלל, נזקף הוא המקום, ירושלים. מחוף אל חוף נפליג אל העתיד ועבר, ובהר נובע מעיין המים. צופה אל המרחק, שואל מתי יבוא גואל. רק תפיסה עיניים, נמחה יחדיו כפיים. with Lipa Rosh Chodesh Morning and Kaf Al Kaf Ka'ayal done by Moshe Hecht. You heard Levi Folkowitz in there with Achakelo and Yaakov Shweki with We Are A Miracle. 7.30 Wednesday morning, JM and the AM. Good morning all. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow our election forum when both City Councilman Greenfield and Jeff Balaban will be together on our broadcast to discuss the upcoming election, Tuesday's presidential election. I hope you'll join us tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock Eastern Time to listen into that conversation here at JM and the AM. It should be very interesting, that's for sure. And make sure to be tuned into our stream all day long at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Uh, if you're having trouble installing the NSN app or having it all uh, difficulty when searching NSN, then use the name Nachum Siegel. Just search Nachum Siegel Network on your Android uh, phone or your iPhone or your iPad, and it should come up immediately, and you'll have the NSN app there for you. And... Um, and you'll be all set. You'll be all set for uh, all of our great programming all day long, uh, including uh, today's live lunch, which starts at 11 a.m., including Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, which follows JM in the AM at 9 o'clock. He'll present uh, Mayor Fertig's interview with his son, who is, um, I assume, during the interview, actually eating part of his estrog after Sukkis. <laughs> so we'll have that interview. And Tova Kenech speaks with Tamir Goodman. 
Shout out to Tova Knecht in Yerushalayim. She speaks with the great Jewish athlete, the legend Tamir Goodman, on being a Jewish athlete and athlete in his move to Israel. So Yoni Pollock presents Bite Size, 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM and the AM. Again, Mayor Fertig and Tova Knecht are the featured interviewers uh, this morning during that segment after JM and the AM. And a special shout out to our friends at Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora and their entire staff. When it comes to Wednesday, they make sure to keep us going all through the day with an incredible music mix when we don't have other programming. And we thank our friends at Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora and their entire staff, and wish them a very happy Rosh Chodesh. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The great Rabbi Nachem Mendel of Vizhnitz once said that the appellation Mar Cheshvan comes from the Lashon of a Merachshin Sivsosayo. They were moving their lips. During the month of Elul and the month of Tishrei, all of Klal Yisrael has been engaged in Avodos Hashem. They served Hashem with love, singing praises. Following these two months, our lips continued to move in rhythm with these Divrei Kedusha, the words of holiness which continue to inspire us. It's comparable to one who leaves shul after davening, but they're still humming the melodies of the different piyutim that we heard while we were still in shul. After two months of being totally immersed in Torah and Tfila, the lips move as if by themselves, continuing to intone the Tfilos, the Shiros, the songs, the Sishpachos, and the praises. It is interesting to note that the month of Marcheshvan has a lot to do with the Gvuras Kishomim, the rain. We've already begun in our Tfilos, Mashiv HaRuach Umorid HaGeshem, Hashem who causes the wind to blow, and the rain to fall. In Shulchan Aruch, it says that this is merely Haskaras Geshamim, the mentioning of the rains, but to actually ask and request the rain, we begin on the seventh of the month, in order that the last people of Kal Yisrael can reach Nahar Pras. B'nai Yisrael that went up to be Ola Regel, they went to Yerushalayim for the pilgrim festivals, should not encounter on their way home any dangerous storms. And so we push off the tefillah until the 7th of Cheshvan, in order that the last people going home from the Elias HaRegel will reach their destination safely. The Medrash says that the Besamiktosh that Shlomo HaMelech built was finished during Mar Cheshvan. However, it was not dedicated until the following Tishrei. Because of this, Cheshvan endured shame. Hashem said, in the future, I will repay the month of Cheshvan. The building of the third and final Beis HaMikdash will be during this month of Cheshvan. That could very well be the reason why we call this month Mar Cheshvan. Mar is also a very important way of addressing an individual to show Chashivas. We have great Chashivas for this month because it is the month that was chosen for the building of the long-awaited Beis HaMikdosh. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Jam in the AM. That's the uh, selection from the Waterbury Yeshiva entitled Ki Avi. 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. Uh, Marla Rottenstreich is with us live via telephone. She is the assistant director of Yachad. And guess what, everybody? Team Yachad is getting ready for yet another. Well, it looks like they're getting, based on their website, it looks like they're getting ready for a lot more than just one. Um, but I can tell you in terms of uh, winter vacation, Yeshiva break in January, they're getting ready for... A major event, a major team Yachad participation in the Las Vegas Marathon. They're heading to Nevada uh, this time around for the Las Vegas Marathon. Marla Rottenstreich, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. How many years do you think uh, Team Yachad has been doing this during winter break? you have any clue how long it's been already? It's been seven years, but this is our first time in Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. Pretty amazing. Uh, normally down in Florida, this year you're going to Vegas. It is the, what, what would it be, the final weekend of Yeshiva break, right? Correct. So we intend to get a lot of people excited to try a new location. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I, I guess uh, it's the same format as usual, full marathon available to those who want to uh, risk their lives, half marathon <laughs> available for most of the people who are participating, et cetera, et cetera, right? Is that how it works? Actually, we're a little bit more sensitive to people not risking their lives this time around. We're actually going to do the marathon. It's the biggest loser series. I don't know if you've ever heard of this brand. Um, it's only a half marathon, a 5K, and a motivational mile, kind of being mindful of all fitness levels and encouraging family participation that way. All right, there you go. You see that? <laughs> so the Las Vegas <laughs> Marathon and Team Yachad's participation, everyone has their choice to what degree they want to uh, go ahead and uh, and participate. All right, how does, this, how does this work? I mean, I know that, um, look, th- this audience is obviously familiar with the incredible work of Yachad, the inclusive uh, messages and uh, practical applications that they've uh, given to our community over all these years. Uh, how does it work in terms of supporting? Uh, do you have to run? Are you looking for sponsors? Do do runners have web pages where they can uh, ask people over the next couple of months to sponsor? How does this whole thing work? Okay, thank you so much for asking. So basically, um, there are a couple different ways to participate. So there is the classic way of signing up to be a runner and coming to Vegas um, You would have a fundraising goal of $3,000, which obviously is so easy to achieve when you're committed to our mission and um, would like to inspire others to do just that, support our message. Um, And with that uh, fundraising goal, we bring you out to Vegas to enjoy a beautiful weekend at a five-star hotel 20 minutes from the Strip, Mm. which is a family-friendly, beautiful resort called the Western Lake Las Vegas. And you can bring your family. And they're all different packages. This year, we also are excited to discuss with family um, just for the weekend without even running um, or just trying the motivational miles so we could set you up to succeed in future years for this event. So that's essentially what we have as an opportunity to reach a fundraising goal. You end up getting a, your own fundraising page, and we give you all the tools to fundraise to your friends and families as well as um, recruit corporate sponsors. The sky's the limit for us. We really just want as many people, families, businesses and communities excited about this opportunity. In addition to helping prepare people to go out there and raise money to get sponsorships, etc., you guys actually at Team Yachad help prepare people for the race or for the run itself. Thank you for reminding me. It's true. We have a whole team of coaches 
that give you a training schedule, and we guide you in that. And it just so happens I'm also own my own fitness business, and I'm a personal trainer, so I'm on site and available to guide runners and individuals who are trying to use this as a launch pad to insert fitness and wellness into their lives. So well, we're kind well, of running hand in hand for disability inclusion and so enhance our personal lives as well via this event. Well, you must be very impressed with how fit and trim everybody is after these four weeks of Yuntiv that we just concluded. <laughs> I have, we have what to work on, but we're excited to move it in a positive direction. No, no question about that. All right. <laughs> Team Yachad, there'll be plenty about it out there over the next couple of months. Everyone has an opportunity to run, to participate, to go to Vegas, meet the fundraising goal, and have an amazing time. In addition to that, as uh, uh, Marla just mentioned, uh, there's a uh, an opportunity uh, this time around to literally just go to Vegas and enjoy the weekend with Team Yachad. They can explain that to you as well. And in addition, those of you out there who would like to become sponsors the Yachad organization through one of the runners or through any of the runners. You'll see when you go to the website, there's plenty of people you could sponsor. Uh, you just head to the website, toss in a little bit of a donation, and you'll be participating in the uh, Las Vegas Marathon Team Yachad edition in that way. It happens January the 29th. They head out to Vegas earlier, obviously, before Shabbos. So officially, it's the 27th through the 29th of 2017 uh, for the Las Vegas Marathon for Team Yachad. And any information, you can go to vegas.teamyachad.com. Again, that's vegas.teamyachad.com. And you'll see photos and videos and a whole bunch of stuff in the last seven years of what they've done during January's winter break. Marla Rottenstreich, anything else you want to add? No, I'm just excited to seeing everyone there. And if you have any questions, please feel free to connect with us so that we can meet you in Vegas. Is Yachad off to a great start in this 5777 season in general? We are. We have um, made, our programs have reached an all-time high. We are present in 25 summer programs. We're all around the country um, and worldwide, actually. So we believe that this is going to be an amazing year and really let's, you know, kick off 2017 with an amazing run in Vegas and inform everyone about the amazing work we do. Yeah, it's 87 days away. We have a lot of time, and everybody out there should make a commitment at some point in one way, shape, or form. Thanks, Marla. Best regards to everybody at Yachad. Thank you, and thank you for your support. Have an amazing day. Vegas.teamyachad.com. This is JM in the AM. Kine stava Aviv shalach lecha ototam 
Kine stavova Kine stavova Kine stavova Hageshem khalaf Hageshem khalaf Allah lo 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 Khalaf halakh lo לא יעזור, לא כסף, לא זהב, תחושה שכל מאמציך עשה. טוב עשית, הנחת על והנה הלב שם, ופותח שערה, האביב שלח לך מכתב. כי הנה הסתיו עבר, tune from Aaron Rozel, Hine Stav Avar. Wednesday morning, 10 minutes before 8 o'clock. Barry Weber expected in our studio to join us with his brand new album. Leon Goldenberg, I told you, he's going to join us later on, talk about the Jewish Unity Initiative a little bit and our upcoming journey. Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, David Greenfield, New York City Councilman, and Jeff Balaban will be on the opposite sides of our election forum as we discuss uh, Hillary and Trump and uh, what's scheduled to happen on November the 8th, Election Day, for the presidential uh, election. Um, we are hoping, and I'm sure it will be, in fact, a calm and dignified discussion tomorrow in this election forum. And uh, as I said, hopefully it'll encourage more and more people to, um, encourage more and more people, um, to vote, (laughs) to get out there and vote. It's somewhat disconcerting and in some ways frightening the way some people are ignoring or have made a commitment to ignore the election this coming Tuesday. I don't think it's a good idea for members of our community, So get out, for anybody actually, to get out there and vote. Consider, um, consider what our grandparents and great-grandparents would say regarding the right to vote and whether it's important to exercise it. J.M. and the A.M. with a reminder that the uh, New York City Marathon is this coming uh, Sunday. And uh, that means, of course, that we've had communication from Mr. Peter Burkowski, 
who has been coordinating the New York City Marathon Minion for a long time. He says, Nachum, under the current scheme, November 6th is the latest the marathon can be run. It's always the first Sunday in November. Yes, yes, I, I could tell you that 27 years ago, November 6th, oh no, no, 27 years ago, November 5th was the marathon, right? But yes, November 6th, according to the uh, information by Peter, Peter Burkowski, is the latest the marathon can be run. It's their 33rd year of having a minion. It's become the longest-running religious service of any kind um, at any sporting event anywhere in the world. Can you imagine that? That's pretty amazing. Um... So the Minion, on, for practical purposes, is coming Sunday, will be at 7 a.m. It'll start at 7 a.m. They'll have rolling starts thereafter as soon as a new Minion gathers. They will have extra tefillin and sedurim for those who need. And if you want to check your own tefillin, they'll be able to be picked up once you uh, take care of them and uh, register them. They'll be able to pick up, be able to pick up a congregation, Sheirat Israel, Spanish-Portuguese synagogue, which is right near the finish line. We encourage family members or friends to pick up the phone during the day while the runners are on the course. Since the finish line area is a security lockdown, family or friends picking up the phone can come to the security barricade at Columbus and West 70th. And uh, there you have it. So, um, and we'll see. We'll try to get Peter on the air uh, Friday for a minute or two just to uh, discuss the last-minute details regarding the Minions. A marathon Minion. We wish good luck to all the runners this coming Sunday in Staten Island. It's always uh, a pleasure to remind everybody about that incredible part of the New York City Marathon. More coming up at JM in the AM.
In honor of Rosh Chodesh, Hodu Hashem, done by Yehuda to wrap up this hour. It's a Wednesday at JM in the AM, and Barry Weber is in our studio. He's got a brand new 11-track album that he has brought into our studio entitled One Heart, Aguda Achas. We'll speak with him about the brand new album and catch up with Barry Weber, who most recently in this area was in Teaneck, New Jersey, for a performance on Chol HaMoed Sukkis. That is coming up next at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web at jmdm.org, and of course on the NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M. with Barry Weber, who's visiting us on a Rosh Chodesh morning here at J.M. in the A.M. The brand new album is entitled Aguda Achas, and uh, it's an 11-track brand new CD. And Barry Weber is here. A good morning and good Chodesh to you and a good yard to you, Barry Weber. A good morning, Nochem. A good morning, Klal Yisrael. And a freilichen Chodesh. You told me when you walked in here that the last time you were here... <laughs> It was a long time ago. <laughs> long, long. You were here actually performing live with, you said, Gershon Varoba and was it Arya Kunstler? Arya Kunstler, yeah. And we did a lot. I mean, it's a, it's unbelievable. I don't remember this at all, but it goes back quite a while, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've, I actually have a picture of it, and my face looks the half a size. <laughs> well, yeah, you can say it about all of us, I think. Uh, so welcome back. Good to have you here, and the brand new album is out. It's out how long already? So it's out, it's officially released right before Yom Kippur. Oh, just now. So yeah, like two, two three weeks. And you are uh, the composer of the song we just heard. Yes, I'm the proud composer of it. Are you, is that an exception for you, or you've composed many, no, many songs? No, I, 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 I composed many songs, but in order for me to put out a song, it really has to, uh, it has to, has to mean, I have to want to give it out, I have to want to... Put it on my album. Right. Has, has so, to make the grade. Yeah, I've had in the past uh, some songs, but uh, the only the special ones is the one that, that I put out. Who is Barry Weber, for those who may not be familiar with you? Uh, how, how many years ago is it now that you burst onto the Jewish music scene? Barry Weber is, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that was, is that the comparison? Yeah, no, 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 it's just a character <laughs> name. But uh, I've started singing, I have to say, professionally, uh, as an adult... Approximately seven, eight years ago. And, and you're originally from this area, right? I'm originally from Brooklyn, Brooklyn from New Williamsburg. Wow. And grew uh, up, grew up on what street? On Hayward. Wow, you're really from Williamsburg. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, in the heart of the community. In the heart. Now it's. And in were the you heart. encouraged? Yeah, now it's certainly in the heart. And were you encouraged to go this route? Were you encouraged to uh, uh, get up there and sing and perform and record? Well, to be honest. Um, I never thought I'm going to be a singer, and even when I was married, I I didn't plan on singing. I was kind of like directed into it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and now you're busy as anything. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I'm doing my job. I'm doing what uh, I'm using my God's given talent to, hopefully, the purpose Hashem wants me to do. Yeah. So yeah, being mesameach people, being mechazik people, putting smiles on people's faces, and of course making some. Money. Oh, there you go. Uh, speaking of which, people could save some money when they buy your CD. You've done something unique. You've actually included in every CD a free concert ticket. Now, what does this mean? This concert ticket is good when and where? So, we actually don't have a date yet, right. but we do have a location, but it's not really important now. But this will be in the New York, New Jersey area. This will be in the Brooklyn area. In the Brooklyn area. So there'll be a Brooklyn concert. Brooklyn concert. And anybody holding this ticket, which ticket, they'll find in the CD, and they have is to entitled go. to one free ticket. Right. So anybody buying the CD right. means that he paid actually $15, $16, whatever it's right. in the stores, gets a chance to go in for free. And if you didn't buy the ticket, if you don't have the ticket, then you can go probably to the, to the venue over there and right. buy the CD, which right. will have a ticket. You have to res uh, uh, RSVP online, right. which will give you eventually all the info needed to um, know when and where right. and what, what it's about. It's Understood. officially, it's like a, it's a release party yeah. style of concert. 
with like a bar where you can VIP, you can get to meet the singer and discuss whatever you know, fan club. Blah, it, blah, it, blah. It's the new trend of having an actual CD release celebration. There you go. So anybody who's already purchased the CD will automatically be holding a ticket to that event. There you go. How do you like that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, JM and AM with Barry Weber live in the studio. All right, so it's funny. I In the last few minutes, as we just discussed uh, uh, peripherally uh, some, of the, uh, some of the things about your brand-new CD, it's obvious that in our community, and specifically in this audience, there is a song that already, surprisingly to you, has taken off like crazy, and that song is Gesher Tsar. Right. And I told you that I've heard internationally from people uh, who are in love with this song? So, so it's uh, it's in slot number two on the CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you expect? Did you expect? I mean, you didn't expect this type of reaction so quickly, right? Well, today's world, everything is like instantly. Right. Uh, so, well, I, I don't know what to expect, but I'm not surprised. Especially, it's a pop song. And who wrote it? Um, the writer is Yitz, uh, the composer is Yitzi Berry. And was produced by... Related to Suki, I assume? Mm, or we don't know? I don't know. Yeah. I is don't he in Israel? He's in Israel, oh, so yeah. it could be. Suki's yeah. living in Israel. Could be one of the Berry uh, family members. Could be, yeah. I've worked with them. They're musically working. inclined. Right. To say the least. They're really yeah. musically inclined. And if not, they're probably cousins to... Yeah, there you go. Avram Avini. So, <laughs> so, so he composes the song. Yes. Right? And, uh, yeah, and the producer of this song is uh, Ilan Cohen, which was... Uh, which was, a, a, you know, a Choshevayit that used to work, started off his career working for Lady Gaga. Right. And took a long way into Aish, Atora. Until he got to Barry Weber. And no, eventually, <laughs> I think he already uh, worked with, um, uh, what's the guy, the, the, the name, the rapper, uh, Nisim. Right. Nisim I think oh, that was his entree into yep, Jewish music, yep, right. And I uh, right. was very impressed. And I thought, you know, if, if I'll do a pop song, it should be with the right people. And, you know, taking the right vehicles. So that might be one of the reasons why when you went to Teaneck, New Jersey, Cholomoid, and you went to Baltimore, Maryland, Cholomoid, Mm -hmm. this song was extremely popular to the point where they were actually requesting it of you before you even sang it. Right, probably, yeah. So it's called Gesher Tsar. Gesher Tsar. Barry Weber's here. The brand new CD, which includes that live in concert ticket, is called Aguda Achas, One Heart. Well, that's interesting. In English, it's One Heart. In Hebrew, it's Aguda Achas. Because it's not about the taich, it's about the message. Nice. So if I can have a longer conversation, I would give it ten names. Right? Very nice, I like that. Barry Weber in studio at JM in the AM.
Weber, it's called Gesher Tsar, brand new from the CD entitled One Heart, Aguda Achas, here at a uh, JM in the AM Wednesday Rosh Chodesh. Well, now Barry Weber's in Muncie. That's where you live now. Yep. You've been to some very interesting areas during your lifetime. We mentioned Williamsburg. You actually lived in Monroe for a while. Monroe. You think yeah. anybody in Monroe's listening this morning? You have no idea. Well, uh, think they're tuned in? Or you don't I, know? Probably. Of think course. So? Yeah. Because we always had this impression over the years that there are no radios in Monroe. Is that not true? They oh. have TVs over there. Do they? <laughs> no radios but <laughs> televisions? Actually, I know of someone that listens to you every morning. In Monroe? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a special hello. He always tells me, that I listen to this, I heard this song, and my schwer also listens to this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hope, uh, we, hope we didn't just get him in trouble by saying that. No. <laughs> no, my schwer. My schwer is good. And... And uh, now up in Muncie, New York, where the Jewish community is growing by leaps and bounds, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Pretty oh, yeah. incredible, to say the least. Uh, and um, and you have the opportunity, you mentioned earlier about uh, being Mesamech people, singing and performing. You have the opportunity to go to weddings and different events all over the place from, uh, I don't know, from from Lakewood to Muncie and obviously everywhere in between. And I'm sure out of town in many yeah. different areas of the world as well. Yeah. What's the most exotic place you've ever been flown to to perform? Um, Costa Rica. You were in Costa Rica. Yeah. What was that like for you? Uh, that was like on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy it? Of course I did. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, we actually had a concert on the beach, and then we had a kumzitz on the beach. Uh, that was exotic. Um, really, I mean, it must. It must. I don't know about shock, but it, it has to at least surprise you to a degree especially initially, when you meet people around the world who, you know, who, who take to a Hasidic singer the way they take to you, who, you know, who, who enjoy and really are inspired by the music you bring them. It must right. be an amazing feeling. Right. Well, to be honest, I mean, everybody knows that music is the, is the national language, and you know, all you need is close your eyes and gaze a little out of the reality and just open your heart and your soul, and this is... And you're one place with the whole world. No so, question about it. What's the Kiddush? Hence the song One Heart. Yeah. Aguda Achas. This is the title track. Tell us who wrote it and uh, what its theme is all about. So there's this uh, guy. He's now married. Um, his name is Surly Lipschitz. Now, why do you mention that? Are we looking for a shidduch for him? Like, well, why would you mention on the air that he happens not because, to be married? Because to me it was interesting because ah. when I approached him, he was, uh, you know, a single guy and a uh, very talented guy. 
And to me, it's, I don't know from where I come from, this is interesting that he had everything set up, that he was so professional in what he was doing and so so focused on knowing what he wants and he really enjoyed it and that's why it was so nice. And he would send me all these beautiful compositions, uh, unique stuff that I really, really appreciated. Because as we learned from one of our previous guests in that chair very recently, um, some single people in the Hasidic community are hesitant to, you know, get into the area of composing or be exactly. known as somebody who's arranging right. or that. So that's why I, I assume that's one of the reasons you you specifically said that it was somewhat surprising too that he was this talented and this so far in advance while still being a single man. Right. Also, you know, in the Hasidic community probably somebody who's not married right. wouldn't uh, uh, wouldn't start a career of singing or right. being an artist. Which they I don't want to be labeled that way right. at that, at that point just, in their yeah. lives. Right. They don't want to take a direction just right. in case. <laughs> Whatever, but um, my point is that I, you know, I offered him, you know, if he comes to America, I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to sit down with him and produce his own album because right. I think he's that good. Very unique stuff. Anyways, so um, you know, composing it's always ideas that come together, and especially by me, when I work on an album, I always like to incorporate it to my my own style. And you know, to my own experiences and that, and so th- therefore, I really, really find a song that should should like get me right away. Boom! I always have to take it. I get the idea, and then I, I add something here and there until I make it my own. Mm-hmm. But um, his ideas were very unique, and I loved it. And um, so it hit home right away. Huh? It hit home right away, and I said, okay. Uh, I I did change it a lot. I had a I added a, a, a feature on this uh, track. We have a rapper, Yaakov Kafka. Also a new guy. A real bona fide rapper. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, got, uh, yeah, got him. Our community has everything, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's a great, amazing, idler guy. You wouldn't believe. You would hear him, you hear him sing and you see him, you wouldn't believe that this voice is coming out from this person. Very idler guy. Anyway, so uh, we sat and we made this song and we figured that this song is such a big song that it's like, it reminds you of the, you know, uh, people who are familiar with uh, We Are The World right. and the Unity songs that right. this song has a potential of incorporating the message of unity, which we did. Right. And I added some lyrics and then we added the rapper who gave a new perspective to the song, which added a new color and together me and him... We kind of brought it to the picture it is, and with a strong message. You know, people ask me, especially in Williamsburg, and these people who are not immune to um, to listen to this type of music, and they ask me, like, why would you put uh, something that sounds goish? And you know what I do? I don't answer, because to me, you know, it's it's panemius versus chitonius, and somebody who's not panemius wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. To me, this is a message. It doesn't really matter how it sounds. It's what it says. And and, and that, that that's why I did it. I just, I feel that I have a spawn people. I, you know, I have, I have a shlichas on inspiring people, and there are people, in my, especially my clientele, my customers that appreciate this, and people who could be elevated from this, and people who can be really, like, open their eyes and be, wow, strong message, and, you know, encouraged. So that's why I did it. I know exactly where you're coming from. Barry Weber, he's got the title track. Uh, it's called One Heart, Aguda Achas, and this is JM in the AM.
It's got that unifying spirit to it. It's called Aguda Achas, One Heart, as Barry Weber calls it, on the brand-new CD by the very same name. Uh, Barry Weber in studio, and new music alert, Rosh Chodesh Wednesday here at JM in the AM. The CD's been out a couple of weeks. Uh, already, as we said, there are a couple of uh, hits that have uh, 
taken the community by storm. And um, those of you out there who get the brand new CD, you'll um, be entitled, not entitled, you'll actually be holding in hand a uh, a ticket that's good for one ticket to the uh, CD release party coming up in Brooklyn, New York. All the details will be online. To reach you, I assume it's BarryWeber.com. Would that be yes, the... Yes, uh, BarryWeber.com. I think it's in caps lock. Ah. I'm not mistaken, yeah. So all capitals, Barry Weber, B-E-R-I, Weber.com. All capitals, B-E-R-I, Weber.com for information about uh, reaching Barry Weber, having him perform at your uh, at your event. Any uh, any chasmas this week? Yeah. Any wedding celebrations? Where, yeah. where are yeah. we heading? Which areas are you performing in? Uh, tonight in Borough Park. Oh. Yeah, we had last night in uh, Williamsburg. Well, you're going to have a long day today after yeah. getting, getting up so early to come <laughs> here and then... Wrapping up in Borough Park, is there going to be a uh, mitzvah dance tonight? Uh, no, no mitzvah dance for me, thank God. Are there times when a singer like yourself has to stick around till 4 a.m. for the mitzvah dance? Yeah, only in desperate times, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you really, really need to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, officially I, don't, I wouldn't, uh, you know... I, I would, I would so you're out by midnight? Yeah. Tonight you'll be out by midnight? Yes. Head back up to Muncie. Hopefully, it's a shame, yeah. Right. Unwind on the big ride up from Brooklyn to Muncie. Yeah. Because it takes time, you know, after performing to just, you know. Yeah, you need to, it takes two hours can't to get wind to bed down. five minutes later. Yeah, you just pumped up a exactly. crowd of 250 people. Mm-hmm. And you, uh. And where'd you say tomorrow night is? What'd you say? Tomorrow, uh, tonight. That's tonight in Borough Park. Right. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, uh, there's, tomorrow's a kumza, it's a Muncie, actually. How do you like that? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. You're all over the place, as they say. Baruch Hashem. What was Baltimore like? Good crowd? Uh, Baltimore, always, yeah. Oh, everybody was in an amazing crowd. Uh, I just, I just remember I was doing one of my songs uh, called Reboin, yeah. and uh, I was closing my eyes. I was, I was getting into it, and then I opened my eyes, and I see this whole crowd. I don't know how many seats there were, but probably like thousand seats. You know, people. Everybody was having their cell phones out with the lights up, <laughs> and like, ah, oh, I was like, ooh, whoa. You know what song we always play? Not always, but you know what song we've played a lot from yours? And the funny part is it's probably been recorded by, I don't know how many artists at this point, but your version of it, for some reason, uh, uh, people seem to like a lot. Vafilu. Vafilu Bastara. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm the only guy that has it on, a, on an album. With all the recordings I've heard of it. Oh, because they all released it as singles, because, right? Because or I, part of wedding sets or something, it's right? It's a long story. But uh, I officially, I mean, I had it in the first place. It was a mistake that was released two weeks before my album came out. And before you knew it, boom, it like exploded. And I didn't have, <laughs> he didn't know that he gave it, he, he gave it to me. So, and when, then he, so when it came out with what we thought was your cover of it, that actually was the actual real song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that hilarious? <laughs> I know. I couldn't get the full credit because it came out two weeks earlier by someone else who, who, he got he got the song sold by mistake from the composer, which he forgot that he gave it to me. I already had it uh, uh, recorded, everything ready, but my album wasn't out, so I couldn't you know I couldn't release it. But uh, that's why I, I am so glad I brought this up. Yeah. So life is funny, huh? It is very funny. I even have the original singer, which is Yoli Klein. Right. He's singing on my album <gasps> together with me. Yeah. That's funny. But what should I tell you about filibustora? About filibustora, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. You never know what's Hashem coming from has above. His ways. It exactly. was supposed to, you know, it was in the right time, I guess. And uh, All right. We have time for one more, Barry Weber. Which selection off of the brand new album would you like to do? I would do uh, Reboin. 
That's the one you just referred to. Yes. Selection number five on the brand new CD. Right. All right, final words with Barry Weber coming up. A very special new music alert Wednesday, Rosh Chodesh at JM and the AM. The brand new CD is Barry Weber's One Heart, Aguda Achas, here at JM in the AM.
Brand new off of his uh, Aguda Achas One Heart CD. I thank you. That is that's quite a selection. How many takes did that take in the studio? Oh, Ribbon took a while. Um, it took until I got into the zone. But once I got into the zone, I just did it. Boom! Truly amazing. Will there be a video associated with this CD ever? Uh, probably. Probably on Aguda Achas, I would figure. Aguda Achas right? for sure. Yeah, that's what I figured. But maybe maybe on Ribbon. I'm getting so right. much feedback on Ribbon. Good so. point. Uh, when you buy the CD, there's a free ticket inside, and that ticket entitles you to a Barry to be at Barry Weber's uh, CD release party, which is coming up in Brooklyn, New York. You'll see the details when you uh, head to the web and RSVP with your free ticket, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I thank you for being here today. A good and chaydish. Thank you. you. Barry Weber is actually. And I have to emphasize this. I, I stumbled upon this information by accident, but I have to emphasize it. By Barry, accident. Uh, it was seriously by accident. <laughs> Barry Weber is going from here. To deliver a shear at 9.30 this morning up in Muncie. Well, I don't know about 9.30 because traffic's not going to be on your side. But yeah, <laughs> but I, told, I told him I'm going to be a little late today. <laughs> but he's going to deliver a shear this morning, and that goes on every morning? Yes. Every morning at 9.30, you're delivering a shear. And I like emphasizing when members of the Jewish music world, who are often seen in a certain way by members of our community, uh, I like emphasizing, uh, uh, especially when they uh, are taking part in, in other important parts of Jewish life, whether it be chesed, or, uh, you know, as so many of the artists do, or whether it comes to a limit Torah and teaching Torah, which mm-hmm. you and many others do. Some of the people involved in Jewish music are sitting in Kolel and doing other things like that and giving shiurim on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. I commend you for that, and I'm glad I stumbled upon that information. Right, right. So call it kavod. And good luck with the brand new album. Thank you so much. Barry Weber on a Wednesday Rosh Chodesh here at JMM. I thank him and uh, highly recommend his incredible work. Information on the web at barryweber.com. All capitals, B-E-R-I, Weber. JM and the AM on this Wednesday. It's Balfour Day. If you're heading to school and you don't know what that is, it's the 99th anniversary of Balfour Day. Uh, what that is, ask your teacher, ask your rabbi today when you get to school and see what their reaction is. If they don't know, ask them to find out and then uh, tell the rest of the class about it. And uh, you'll uh, understand why it's such an important day in modern Jewish history. Tomorrow we get an opportunity to uh, talk about the election. There's a presidential election on Tuesday. Both City Councilman Greenfield and Jeff Balaban will be with me tomorrow on JM in the AM in the 8 o'clock hour to discuss 
the two candidates in a forum which will be respectful and dignified and hopefully will encourage people to go out and vote. I know a lot of people in our community are hesitant about voting. Hopefully people will go out there and vote. I've asked Leon Goldenberg, who is serving as uh, as American co-chair of our Jewish Unity Initiative for the big Venice trip that's coming up. Um, yeah, it's a title that I created because Leon can't join us on the trip, but I still wanted him to to let this audience know why it's such an amazing journey that we're doing. So we created the title for him. Uh, I've asked him to come on the air with us this morning and discuss it uh, here at JM in the AM. Leon Goldenberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. So am I here about Venice, or am I here about Shalom, am I here about voting, which one? Well, with you it's always confusing because you're here for so many causes. It's funny you say that, though. I think we should start with a second uh, on that very topic of voting. You know, I've mentioned, and I know you've done these forums, and uh, you, you've seen crowds, and many people in the Jewish community from around the United States, not just New York and New Jersey, who are telling you, hey, I'm just sitting this one out. And I think one of the messages that we have to communicate, both tomorrow and people like uh, yourself and myself over the next few days, uh, to people, is how important it is just to go and, and pull the lever, so to speak, and fill out a ballot this coming Tuesday. First of all, before we get to that, I just want to say uh, I heard on the radio when I was in the car and when I came into the office Barry Weber's uh, music. It was absolutely stunning. It is amazing. I enjoyed it. Thank you. It's amazing. Okay. And he thanks you. Okay. Now, as far as voting, I was a, uh, I was a moderator at a debate forum uh, Monday night between Roy Ganak, who represented um, Hillary Clinton, who he has a long-term relationship with, and Dove Hyken, who was supposed to represent Donald Trump, but announced over here that he's not voting for Trump either. Oh, interesting. So, but that's not the point. The right. point is, when I finished, I ended with this. Some people are going to have to hold their nose when they go into the booth. Because right. they, for whatever reason... They're unhappy, they're unhappy with both candidates. With Simple both as that. Candidates. Right. And, I, and I agree. Right. But remember two things. Number one, even if you go in... There are many, many different elections, depending on what you are, Congress, State uh, Assembly, State Senate in New York, I'm not sure in New Jersey. There are other offices also. And the fact that you're not going to vote because you have a problem with the presidential candidates is going to hurt the people downstream that you do want to support right. and that it's critical that you support. So that is important. And I said something I had an interview on my show with... Uh, with an assemblyman whose name will escapes me this second, <laughs> um, but I'll remember. That, that's happened to me also. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who has a district that's about fifteen percent uh, Orthodox? Mm -hmm. Okay, here in Brooklyn, and he was on the show. And one of the things that I asked him at the end was, "Tell me exactly, Bobby Carroll. Tell me exactly what percentage? Not exactly, but tell me about what." percentage of your district is orthodox and this to me was the most telling thing when he said i'll let you know after the election because it doesn't matter if that's right percent today if we vote like we're 20 percent yep. we're very important if we vote like we're 10 percent who cares yep. uh and you've emphasized this a million times as many of our public officials have i hope people heed our advice and as the next uh, few days continue to uh, count down to the election we will be emphasizing it. Leon Goldenberg is with us. Um, I've asked him to come on uh, in addition to the election message because uh, he's now serving in a capacity that I have designated 
as American chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative uh, uh, and the uh, visit to Venice that we're going to be doing two weeks from now in commemoration of the 500th uh, anniversary, 500th year of the uh, Venetian ghetto, the original Jewish ghetto, a place where Leon has been. And um, from uh, from the moment we walked into your office months ago and mentioned this journey and bringing the history to our listeners... And being there and again giving this gift of Jewish music, because as I mentioned earlier today, we're giving this gift of Jewish music during a Saturday night Malava Malka to the Jews of Venice and the surrounding areas. Uh, your eyes lit up. What is it about the Venetian Jewish community and its history that you felt this was a journey worth taking? Well, before we get to Venice, Jewish history is really critical. You mentioned the Balfour Declaration a few moments ago. Right. Oh, Balfour Day. What is Balfour Day? Balfour Day, of course, for those that don't know, today is the 100th anniversary of when the De- Balfour Declaration was written. 99th. We started the 100th year. Right. He's starting the 100th year. Right. Right. 99 years ago, the British government issued a statement that there should be a home for the Jews in Palestine. Unlike what the president said in 2009, that we have a home in Palestine because of the Holocaust. The right. Holocaust definitely was a contributing factor to seeing that it happened then. But the fact is, is that we do have that heritage. Knowing Jewish history, knowing Jewish history, everything that goes on in Jewish history, it is impossible not to recognize that there is a God in this world. So what you're doing in Venice is only part of that, is, is showing the history of where Jews were, where they impacted Tremendously, Venice was, has such a rich history of, of Judaism and Italy, from the f- publishing of the first Chumash, the first Gemara. Mm-hmm. It's it's all over Italy, and going there is highlighting our Jewish connection to Europe, to Venice, which is a magnificent place. And for those that don't know, ghetto Jews are you know are walled into a city, a ghetto. Where does that come from? Where does the word ghetto come from? Must be in Poland somewhere, no? <laughs> you would think, right? You would think, right? <laughs> but the first place that Jews were locked in at night, every single night they had to go in, okay? During the day you can go out and do business, was in Venice in the old ghetto. Ghetto means the mill, because it was the old mill. So Il Ghetto was the mill. Yeah, I think in the I think in the vernacular they use uh, the foundry. They call it the foundry, right? The foundry. Right. They're every night the doors, and when you come into the ghetto, you see the gates, or where the gates were. Right. Okay, I remember. I think there were four gates. I'm not sure of the amount. You come in there, and that was the first place in Europe that Jews actually had to go every single night. They had to go in and there and live there. During the day, you could do business. It was very strange, because usually when you're in a ghetto, you stayed in the ghetto. Here, every morning, you could go out and do business. No problem. There's very little anti-Semitism in Italy. But every night, you went back into the ghetto. Mm-hmm. So this, I think, is, is, to me, besides that, Venice is just magnificent. And that whole area is so magnificent. It's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. But the fact is, the rich history and highlighting different parts of Jewish history. Uh, my friends know, and my wife, you know, whether she likes it or not, we go on tours, we only go on Jewish tours, Jewish history tours. 
She wants to go to Alaska. I said, "We'll go." We'll <laughs> you're go you're making way. all you're making all this public, Leon. <laughs> yeah, so this way, this way, she can't say it and tell it. <laughs> but the rich, rich history that you have over there, uh, to me, is, it's fascinating. And and the shuls there. You you went to the shuls, so it just went to all five, and it's just five. just it's incredible. And, and, and you know, and you know, well, you know this, but let me just tell the listeners, and it's something that we'll be emphasizing, obviously, when we're there. Uh, to get to all five, it's about a uh, a one minute walk. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's yeah, I mean, the ghetto in general. Again, I, I got to save a lot of this material, but the one of the fascinating parts to it is is how small it is and how many thousands of people it housed. But we'll obviously talk more about that uh, when we get to Venice. Leon Goldenberg with us live via telephone has been very enthusiastic. And has really praised anybody who has supported our Jewish Unity Initiative to Venice. It is a great journey uh, that we're going to bring to our listeners coming up two weeks from now. As we said, Itzik Dadia and Daniela Haviel are coming from Israel. We are leaving, and Leon was happy to hear this as well, leaving a nice Jewish music gift for the Jews of the area with a beautiful Saturday night Malava Malka. And the only thing we're missing is that uh, Leon Goldenberg says there's an event here in the United States that he simply cannot get away from, otherwise otherwise he would be joining us for Shabbat Parshat Vayera in Venice. I certainly would. It's, it's so I have to blame our friends, and I don't mean that in quotation marks, they are our friends, at the Agudas Yisrael who have gotten you for the Shabbos of Parshat Vayera. <laughs> they have you for that Shabbos. For the convention Shabbos. For the yeah. big convention. Well, at least it's Agudah. That's unity, right? Doesn't Agudah mean yeah, unity? Exactly. So at least you're at least you're part of a Jewish unity uh, event. There you go. And it will be a wonderful if people want to join. I don't think it's too late. You're probably going to have people still joining you. No, well, there you go. I, I think that the air fares, in my opinion, I didn't check it, uh, at this time of the year is not so bad. I was sitting, you're 100% right, and I was sitting with someone yesterday who... Uh, express the same enthusiasm for what you're doing as you have done, and I said, drop everything and just come with us. And you know, like it, 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 I'm telling you, it is a, it's a remarkable place, an incredible piece of Jewish history. We add this component to it where we're bringing all the people together to celebrate Jewish life of today, and you have just a, an amazing time. So if anybody out there, uh, you know, wants to join in, as Leon is recommending, get in touch with me and. Uh, also, a good time to support Italy, who just came out uh, last week or the week before, the president, who did abstain on the UNESCO vote, but right. came out and said that it's wrong. Right. Now, all we need to do is get them to vote that way. Correct. But it still is a, a huge step. You have um, Mexico, Italy, and Brazil that decided they wanted to change their vote, but because of the way the votes go, they don't have that ability to change their vote without uh, causing an entire disruption. Uh, so Italy deserves some support from us, unlike some of the other countries. <laughs> I mean, how they can vote on, on uh, the fact that there is no connection between Jerusalem and, and, uh, and the Jews and the Christians. Correct. They're also knocked out. Correct. That's against their own interests, supposedly. Italy is a Christian country, right? Catholic country, and they still can't vote. It, is, it shows it, the fear that they have of antagonizing, and that that it might cause uh, basically terrorist uh, incidents. That's the only thing that I can say. The only reason why I can say that they abstain yeah. not because they believe it, yeah, because they're afraid 
It's going to cause terrorist incidents in their country. Yeah, fear drives all of it. I mean, I hate to say it, but fear is driving a lot of the rhetoric in, in this country with the election coming up as well. But fear drives all of it, and you see the way leadership in these countries react. Leon, I thank you. I thank you for uh, assuming the position of uh, chairmanship uh, and encouraging everybody to tune in and be part of the action as we do this Jewish Unity Initiative to uh, Venice. And, uh, you know, tell our friends at the Agudah that you're still on the fence. Tell them you're still on the fence, that you're still considering. You're still I'm considering. it now. <laughs> what did you say? You know, they are hearing it now. Is right. Tell you you're still teetering, and you might actually cave in and head with Nachum to Venice for that Shabbat. <laughs> and don't forget to vote. And vote. don't forget to vote, everybody. Even if you don't want to press the lever for president, press all the others. Just go to the polls and do it. Thanks, Leon. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining us. Leon Goldenberg, everybody. Uh, one of the people who months ago, and I'm not exaggerating when I say months ago, months ago, uh, started being enthusiastic about our Jewish Unity Initiative for uh, uh, this coming Parshas Vayera. Um, I say it that way because our big gift to the community is happening Matzei Shabbos in Venice um, uh, with the big Malava Malka celebration. The shows that we're going to be doing, JM and the AM, will be Monday and Tuesday, the subsequent Monday and Tuesday following that Shabbat. But he uh, started being enthusiastic months ago, and up until this week, as you just heard him now, uh, he has been encouraging us uh, to really make this something historic and uh, amazing. Uh, we were able to do that last year in Paris. We hope to do the same thing for our listeners this time around in a much different way in Venice. JM and the AM, we mentioned that both Itzik Dadia and Daniela Javiel are going to be performing that Saturday night in Venice. And uh, here is a combination of Ohad and Itzik Dadia from one of their singles on a Rosh Chodesh morning at JM and the AM. Oh, tell me. 
aforementioned Itzik Dadya here at JM in the AM. Before that, it was Itzik with uh, Ohad in that combination uh, with a Kol Sasson here on a JM in the AM a Wednesday Rosh Chodesh morning. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Big thank you to uh, Barry Weber, who was in studio. Um, oh, and th- <laughs> thank you to the person who wrote in from Monroe <laughs> as we were <laughs> pondering if anybody in Monroe is listening to the show. They sent us a nice email. And I thank you for that. Reminder, New York City Marathon this Sunday. The Minion takes place on Staten Island. We'll have more information as the uh, as we get closer. I'm sure Peter Bukowski will join us for a minute or two on Friday with our final reminder about that. Uh, special good morning to our friends at Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora and their entire staff on this Wednesday broadcast. A big thank you to them. And um, if you speak with them today, send our best regards also uh, the early portion of yesterday morning show was dedicated to kevin conan if you walk into eden walker pitopia today um let him know although he may have heard it frankly 
Uh, but I again wanted to thank him, and he'll tell you why the early portion of yesterday's show was dedicated to him. And also a special shout-out to Dr. Jonathan Levin, who we saw yesterday. Dr. Jonathan Levin, who's a major fan of the NSN workout mixes. Uh, he was praising them to the hilt. So a special shout-out to Dr. Jonathan Levin in Teaneck, New Jersey, from all of us here at JMDM. Tomorrow is our election forum. Tomorrow's the day that we have our forum. Not debate. We're going to keep it dignified and informative. It's going to be a forum. And City Councilman David Greenfield from New York and Jeff Balaban on the Republican side are both going to be joining us. And we'll talk about the election this coming Tuesday. There's a presidential election this coming Tuesday. And we will hopefully emphasize, before, during, and after, the importance of voting, no matter who you vote for. Because a lot of people in our community, I'm sure in many communities around the United States, have voiced their opposition to voting at all uh, during this election. Hopefully we could at least change that trend and encourage people to get to the polling booths and cast a ballot. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener's sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Wraps up a Wednesday tomorrow, our election forum day and plenty more. Make sure to stay tuned for a Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, both Mayor Fertig with uh, his son who's eating an esrog, no joke, that's in the promo. And, uh, and um, Toba Knecht, who speaks with Tamir Goodman in Israel. They are the two featured interviewers today uh, during Bite Size, coming up next with Yoni Pollock, jmnam.org on the NSN app and all of our amazing platforms. So stay tuned for that and for a full day of incredible programming. Have a fabulous Rosh Chodesh Wednesday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.